0: Hey, how you guys doing? It's the producer of Brothers comments. Welcome to the Marvel Hacks. Hey, y'all. It is. It's movie season, y'all. Uh, no matter what variety has told you, uh, <laughs> the MCU is back. Uh, whether it's good or whether it's bad, it's probably an interpretation online. is Brother Beavis. What's happening, man?
1: What's up?
0: There's been two Marvel, uh, I guess, releases ugh, uh, over the last couple of weeks. And we're going to talk about them. I guess we're going to talk about Captain Marvel or the Marvels first since that just came out recently. And then we'll talk about the Loki series slash finale Uh, once we get through that. My cat wants to make an appearance on this podcast. But anyway. All right. So. The Marvels comes out. So we can't talk about the movie without talking about the bullshit that come before it so you know we talked about whisper campaigns on the wrestling podcast here before and there was a definite whisper campaign against the marvels uh it wasn't helped obviously by the idea from the sag writer strike and the actor strike as well so nobody could go out and promote the movie but there definitely seemed to be a fairly large online I would say in sale community hate against this movie before it came out. The uh, the reasons are obvious for to me they're very obvious. One you have a a star of the movie who when the first movie came out in 2019 was just like I'm not going to cater to white fanboy reviewers or those types of things. So everybody's like oh Carol sucks, this movie sucks, you know whatever. And then, you know, we always talk about, you know, she's not in that suit, so they don't feel they could jack off to it. So Uh, there was that and then two you have a movie where three co-stars were two-thirds of them are people of color and that's always going to be an issue especially with them being women so i think i went into the movie with i don't know moderate expectations i really didn't expect a whole lot what were you thinking going in or before you went in
1: yeah i i know that the 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 initial buzz was negative for all those reasons you cited and I shrugged those off. And I'm sitting here as we start to talk about this, trying to put myself in the mindset of like where I was with quantum mania, which is a movie that I thought was completely pointless and disappointing. And so I think in both cases, I was looking forward to them uh, because, you know, I have appreciated sort of the, you know, obviously ant man, Uh, in the MCU is a second tier character at best. And uh, I've enjoyed the prior movies. Um, Captain Marvel is a, a top tier character from the power structure, but you know, had had a a reasonably successful movie and obviously has had some big cameos in the bigger movies, but you know, hasn't in any way been established, but I was generally looking forward to it. And, you know, I enjoyed the Miss Marvel show, you know, uh, better than most of the TV properties. Uh, I don't think it landed perfectly, but I, it was different enough. And, you know, like I enjoyed the family dynamic, uh, you know, I enjoyed the the finale to a degree before it became, you know, the, the typical CGI blowout. Um, and I was looking forward to see how they had progressed Monica into, you know, a, a very significant Marvel character how they would progress her from just the, the barest tease we got in WandaVision. So mm-hmm. I was interested it in perhaps more from like uh you know, what I'm vested in from the comic book perspective, but, but definitely looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. I, and I, I think that's kind of how it went in. You know, I think I sent that to you when I went to go see the movie with my daughter, when I was buying the tickets and it was like, man, this theater is empty. And you know, mm-hmm. I go to a, a, a reserve seat theater yeah, so so I, you know,
1: I I have a I found a new dirt theater.
0: Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. Yeah. We, we we worried about you. <laughs> yeah, and
1: we we were the only people in it on mm. Sunday. Yeah, this was opening weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. We were the only people in the theater on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I mean, so you can get to the end part of that where the box office, the lowest one in MCU history, all of that, blah 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 blah. But again, the, the All the stuff that we talked about ahead of that was some, one of the things that, you know, didn't, uh, I guess, allow people to maybe even know about it that weren't already going to hate it for the reasons that I listed before. And there's a fairly large, at least internet segment of the community that was just flat out against it. So I went in moderate expectations. It's a good movie. Like the vitriol that was attached to it completely unnecessary and i think going back to what you said about the series uh the the, the cat miss marvel series uh, amani Vellani, a fucking star like mm-hmm. she she's beyond beyond likable like she's just a, like she's so freaking adorable and likable that like she can make you kind of overlook some stuff just because of her character but the movie in and of itself I I don't understand the hate. Like, I I have literally no reason why you would hate it. There were a couple of parts that I was just like, "Eh, I could have probably done without that. But it's a different Marvel movie and not so different in the way that, like, Ragnarok was like, off the, the what the hell are we making here kind of thing. It was, oh, this fits in line with the TV show that we saw and the character that we were introduced to in that movie in 2019 with a mixed in character that, you know, was added from before. I that that's kinda how I saw it. I don't understand the hate.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think your Ragnarok comparison is is is, is spot on. Like there wasn't a you know that character was like the fundamental shift for for Thor in a way that's still kind of confusing.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. 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 it was that so our movie starts essentially with our you know three characters wind up coming together because uh there's a hole Wait, in can
1: the... Let's can we back up for a second so so miss marvel was introduced on tv and is now migrated to uh the movies is mm-hmm. there another character for whom that's true zero what is there another character in the MCU for whom that's true? Um, is this the first? Is this the first character who's gone from TV
0: to movie? I think so. I mean, unless you, I think so. Yeah, her so. and 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 Monica, I would say, right?
1: Yeah, Monica. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. All right. So this is the first time, really, that TV has influenced the movie.
0: Right. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And and we'll come to that at the end other, of the.
1: Well, other than if you want to count uh, He Who Remains and. Yeah.
0: Remain. hmm. Okay. Well, from Loki, I guess. Yeah. But nobody else from Loki made it into any of the movies, right. right? Okay. No, right. Not yet. Okay. We'll bring that to Loki. So, yeah, there's a hole in the t- space time continuum. I uh, think they wormholes, they're using as transports. Um, the new kree uh warrior lady i can't remember what her name is off the top of my head that darvan yes married to tom hiddleston in real life by the way oh for real yeah that's loki's wife yeah they got kids um so i didn't know that till like sunday night so um so yeah so she has one of the it's a quantum band, y'all. Like I know they call them dangles in here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a quantum band. Yeah. She finds this quantum band, and her goal is to, you know, revive the Kree, uh, planet. Was Hala? They uh to revive oh, Hala. Man. That was Hala because it was, I was destroyed.
1: Every, every, I was sitting in the theater every time. Every I, time. I said Hala. I turned my dogs up. Hala. Sure every you, single time that I said that. yeah, I'm Whether sure you they got. They put the... it on the screen, or they said it. <laughs> Holla. Yeah, so.
0: I'm sure you got the daddy daughter look too. Uh, because I know I she got it, didn't,
1: it didn't wear out as soon as I thought it would. So yes,
0: sure. awesome. Uh, so that's her plan is to use the band to go to other worlds to revive it because they need water, they need sun, they need light, uh, clean air like all of these Everything. things. Yeah, wreck that. shit. Yes, because the Annihilator, which is uh, Captain Marvel. Yes, Captain yep. Marvel destroyed that when, uh, you get a flashback scene later in the movie where they show you like the supreme intelligence and, uh, Brad Beavis and I both popped like <laughs>
1: <gasps> they finally put that motherfucker.
0: <laughs> that was better De-blah! than M.O.D.O.K. Yeah, that was yes, better than sure. Modoc. Yeah. God, don't do it. So that's her plan, but her activating her quantum band winds up activating, uh, uh, no, that is no? not true. No. But what happened? How, how their quantum band, so, how did they? So the,
1: the, 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 the coupling of their powers comes when Monica and, uh, Garvin. Carol both touch opposite sides of the warp gate. Oh, okay. And then for reasons, Miss Marvel is also tangled in that business.
0: Mm, okay. And so this gets the, them. T-
1: yeah. So if you recall, they're both reaching toward, the gate. Mm. Carolyn and Monica touch, and then everybody left.
0: Okay, and then that's when we got getting the switching every time they use okay. their powers because their powers are all light based or whatever. So Carol winds up on Earth, Monica winds up in space, and everybody gets the switching, and they fight some Cree warriors or whatever. And then we get to our, you know, plot essentially of where we got to get together to try to stop this lady. Uh, there was a laughable out loud laughable moment for me and my daughter in there when they're on in jersey city or whatever and monica's like you know i haven't tried flying yet and he's like trying to fly <laughs> and it's like black girl magic uh, i i scream laugh <laughs> <laughs> no, i i literally scream laugh um and then um so they wind up in space and, you know you get the tension like because monica hadn't seen carol and she said 30 years or something like that and that was an issue there they used some you know device where they could you know see memories trying to figure out something else about the plot of the particular uh what they were trying to what darvan was doing or whatever but you know we got that kind of tension we get the thing where they learn how to use their powers together and stop the switching and they figure out they have to go and confront this lady and they go to the water planet where printing were Carol's a princess on that planet because she married this dude that was some, you know, legalese type situation and they're a singing planet. Like, now, the little... That part was... I was just like, uh That's where I was kind of like... I, I probably could have done without that. And I thought of you because you were... Because in the Doctor Strange movie when they had the playing piano thing, I hated that. And you liked it. Like, the do du- the you know, you the, the piano time. notes. Yeah. I
1: did. But this was for me. It was giving the Mandalorian episode where Lizzo and Jack
0: Black. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't. So, yeah, it's it, it seemed out of place in a movie that. Well, the
1: the bulk of this movie, it. So I think with the the whether it be COVID production or writer strike or whatever. This movie feels not like it feels like studio meddling in a different way. Mm-hmm. It's not like in the midst of it you don't get to make the movie you thought you was. It was just like this hap- we probably put this together over so much time. It's mm-hmm. just just a patchwork of stuff that you yeah. did. And it doesn't go together mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um There's pieces here that that I think could be something like so the issues i have with it are like carol is powerful enough to just pop down on Hala and just walk through their palace and murder their 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 their, the supreme intelligence like just unquestioned so in the comics like there was a the uh, galactic operation galactic storm was the avengers um, there was a a Shiar, Kree war at the time, and it ended up being that the Supreme Intelligence engineered the whole thing to induce like hardships on the Kree to force them to evolve. Mm-hmm. So you could see that coming out of this same sort of situation with the Civil War, where they had this, they like apparently like her killing the Supreme Intelligence brought this Civil War that Mm. then create an ecological disaster so you could see the supreme intelligence engineering that same sort of thing to bring this out but it was just like so glossed over Mm. and then we're expected to believe that that's like the the psychological thing that the story hinges upon like Mm. it's not that i wanted to go then revert that it's just i went off to solve all the problems of the universe mm-hmm. and where she's done those things like on this water planet okay that's one that's day mm-hmm. one right You've like, it thirty clear. years. yeah mm-hmm. it's not clear that that's the that that pattern's been realized so the story they were telling trying to tell of like this is what it means to be captain marvel this is what the burden that she bears and why she hasn't come back to her former life and the impact of the people that were in her life on that, like that, that just didn't come together. And it just felt like it was primarily because the movie was just so disjoint probably because it was just mashed together over right. pieces that they had done like over time. And so there are elements of, to me, like what the underlying story from a comic perspective should be that were teased, but kind of glossed over. Right. The other part of it too is like, if Errol can just roll in and kill the leader of a planet, mm. every 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 galactic civilization should be like. <laughs> this should be like a Dark Phoenix situation. Yeah, it's like, hey, yo, we need to get the Imperial Guard to kill her,
0: right? Right,
1: mm-hmm. and and there's no way we're gonna get that. Right. So it feels to me like there's a whole there's there's so many things that that could have been. That would have been true to the the character of the comics or whatever that just got dispensed with. It. And I will also say, like, I had no issue with like our 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 powers are entangled or whatever, but that it feels like that was kind of a cool way to end the Miss Marvel show. Mm-hmm. But it then just became a thing we had to deal with in this movie mm-hmm. that ate up a lot. It was the way to get them all together, right? That ate up a lot of the movie that maybe there's a better way to solve that.
0: I mean, and again, coming in at like an hour and 40 some odd minutes, I think it's the shortest movie. Uh, if the MCU, you know,
1: which was great. No,
0: oh, yeah. No, I don't hate that part. Yeah. That was great. You know, yeah. I, if you could have, what you're saying is you could have built more of that story as opposed to giving. And again, I love a flirking giving so much of a story to the Flurkins, like you could have built a story and out of that I mean that that whole thing is actually very fun and cute and we're cat people so like that part I I understood and I like too but you know you could tell probably a little bit of a different story or whatever to build up your characters as opposed to doing that but I mean it fit the tone of the rest of the movie like especially the back half of it like after the singing and the Bollywood bit I was like well this kind of fits you know, you know, to get us to the end.
1: I mean, it was it to me like uh, I'm jaded and whatnot, but when they were like, "Oh, we only have one, th- we only have one," I was like, "Oh, so the Flurkins are going to eat everybody?" And that's how they're going to get. Everybody. <laughs> like, I mean, that was pretty obvious. Like, yeah. but again, like that's like, you know, it's like they they it's like man, like they <laughs> came up with like. Thirty-five great ideas, and yeah. they were like, "Okay, what are the twelve we can keep?" And then yeah. there's our movie. And then we
0: shot six, and then this yeah. is the last one that made it into the movie. Right. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. So they.
1: No, I, I just, you know, and again, we started with this. Like, I'm, I'm fine with this was enjoyable the movie. And then I just like laid out a thousand reasons why it could have been. And I, I'm trying to say like how it could have been better, or how it could have been more cohesive, or how it could have actually like drawn upon some of the narrative in the comic history and things like that but it was a fine movie in a way that like quantumania i'm like why are we doing this there's wackiness going on but we're not moving anything forward and none of these people are bettered because of this and so i don't know if it was because i went into this like just with an aversion to the hate Mm -hmm. um and and maybe it's just as bad as quantum mania, but I was predisposed to kind of see through some of those things. Yeah, but uh, it didn't do a lot of did do a lot of heavy lifting until the trailers.
0: Yes, yeah, we're getting that. So the end of the movie. Well, this is one thing, and again, they redeemed it at the end. So they go there with Darvan. Darvan. They have the final battle, or whatever. They like, oh, you know, you we can save it. Carol can go light the planet back up. Where everything will be good. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, do that. But she's evil. And she gets both quantum bands, and but gets pulled into the wormhole. And it was that which creates this big hole there. Well, <laughs> uh black people got to save the day trope. Because I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I can go in there and I can close it, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, Monica goes in and closes it and gets, you know, stuck in that alternate reality that was over there. And I'm like, are y'all serious? Really? Black lady had to save everybody. That's, that got kind of trophy till the end. And so, you know, Monica goes and back to her life in Louisiana or whatever and like waiting for, you know, when Monica comes back and um, I, I'm honestly, it's just Imani Valani at this point. Like, uh, Miss Marvel goes and starts to recruit it, it, everything on the internet is saying in Young Avengers, I, just do the champions, please. Like, don't do Young Avengers. It's I like, totally that's agree. don't do it. Don't and I was thinking about you the other day when I was thinking about this shit too. I was like, if you do Young Avengers, that means you have to have the the requisite. We have to fight against the old Avengers and then get over on them because we're the Young Avengers Saints. And please, God, do not do that. So she goes out and recruits uh what's uh Kate Bishop, Kate Bishop uh for that you know, and it's literally like the scene from Iron. Man. I'm putting a team together, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I was like, "Oh, that's a really cool throwback," you know. And they've laid the foundation for a young Avengers team. I mean, you got Miss Marvel, you have Kate Bishop. Kate, I mean, Kate, we Kate, have yes. uh the Patriot is hanging out there as well. Um, you got young T'Challa too. Because
1: um, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Because yeah, young and T'Challa and,
0: is hanging out there as all, well. What, there Huffling was a, a yeah, Hulkling is star, there as well. Um, you got the the. Wanda's two kids in some multiverse somewhere uh i mean there's there's it's there you know i mean if you want to do the champions i mean i guess champions i don't know if you can really run champions without miles but you just opened the multiverse so i mean it's pretty much there so uh so there's that so you know it goes off on that like kind of bit you get your credit scene i, I t- tweet well, i tweeted
1: if they're i mean Spider Man's headed. Spider Man is nineteen. Yeah, in this universe, right?
0: Yeah, he's, he's just
1: going into college. So yeah,
0: but I mean, everybody wants to see. Everybody wants to see Miles Morales at this point. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially if the champions, that would be more comic accurate or whatever. They name dropped Nova in this as they were trying to come up with names for. Uh, you didn't hear that?
1: Oh they, no, I didn't. Like,
0: like one of the potential names for her was Nova. They were trying yeah. to do that. So
1: and that whole part of it was funny because of the fact that she's changed her name so much. Yeah,
0: yeah. and I, I thought I heard a photon in there, but there was you know, they were just throwing them off at random. Yeah. So yeah. um so we get our cutscene and I tweeted this today and I said something in the movie as well. Credits start rolling, and I see and if there were twelve people in our theater, that was a lot. And these two people just got up and left. I'm like, it's fifteen fucking years. How does this still happen? How are you getting (laughs) up and leaving the movie when the credits are rolling? This doesn't make any sense to me. So anyway, so I'm like, all right. Now, I told you after I got out of the movie theater, stay off the Internet. I saw it on Thursday night. I had been pretty much off the Internet for the most part. I mean, because Twitter would be the only thing that would spoil it for me because I don't really click anything. I do have a friend who kind of a Twitter friend that works in some sort of industry or whatever. And he had been kind of hinting at this ending very much kind of a lot for a while now. And I'll come back to that when we talk about something here in a second, too. Um So, you know, you get to the end. Monica wakes up in a bed like, oh, God, they didn't black lady killer. That's great. And then next to her in her bed is her mom, Carol, not Carol, uh
1: Maria,
0: Maria. And it's just like, oh, you know, oh, mom, you know, she has this really emotional scene because, you know, she hadn't seen her mom since she died, you know, while she was a blipped, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, she's like, who are you? And then, you know, right out of nowhere, boom, here comes Beast. They're in the mansion, the X-Mansion. Mm-hmm. And it's Kelsey Grammer's voice, it's y'all. And a CGI Beast or whatever. And, you know, like Charles wants an update. You know, and you hear that you got to go back and see it the second time. You get that playing in the background. It's just like, I popped because I didn't (laughs) know. I didn't know at all. I kind of heard some rumbling about it. I ain't going to lie. And I was like, yo. Now, my daughter went nuts because she's an X-Men nerd. And she's like, "Ah." like that. I'm like, yeah, okay. So we're on a world where there are mutants now. And Miss Marvel's a mutant too. They name dropped that in the series in the last episode. We got mutants. And then I think her character was binary. I didn't know that until later on. So yeah, you didn't know that either. Yeah. That's binary. He named, I knew that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I,
1: I I had heard, I I had a general sense that there was an X-Men tease going to this. So when you said, stay off the internet,
0: confirmed
1: why you said that and and i and i largely knew that was gonna happen but i was assuming it was going to be around the idea that miss marvel um had been previously declared a mutant Mm. so uh and i thought i had also might have heard something about beast so that wasn't surprised the binary reveal to me was awesome because um so that suggests that and they tease this in the movie. They talk about how when when they do the flashback to Carol and Maria and they talk about it could have been you that went on the test flight that got the, the Captain Marvel powers, which is mm-hmm. what we saw in multi in the multiverse of Madness. Um, so if she became Miss or Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Where did Rogue get her powers?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So Captain Marvel Rogue takes the invulnerability and flight from Captain Marvel mm-hmm. and then as in the aftermath through brute experimentation Captain Marvel becomes binary.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: the appearance of binary told me we're going to get a rogue not only has in the impeccable peach-shaped ass that lays on the <laughs> ground, but also has like flying in a vulnerability like the full yeah, scale rate that was so yes that was the most me. like that sets that that's a, a, a without like um you know because previously i thought like you know captain marvel is too powerful for the MCU. you can't mm. tell stories. story that's like having superman right yeah because she can roll in and kill your supreme intelligence yo but <laughs> like rogue could be a way to her down and then we get rogue and we get a manageable captain marvel but this is like no, in this alternate reality, we haven't diminished that Captain Marvel because we have Binary, who is probably even more powerful, and we can still have a super powered rogue. So that was the part for me that got me hyped that like, yeah. we're on that path. Yeah, because I, I, the the Anna one and nothing against her, but like when it's just rogue can take your powers, that's not really that exciting. Right. When you get rogue can take your powers, and oh, by the way, yeah, you could probably beat the shit out of everybody yeah. anyway. That's super
0: strong and vulnerable. Right. Yeah yeah i yeah i i i was just like oh shit that's beast and then you know on a alternate viewing later on you know there's you know you see the x doors or whatever i mean they're in the mansion you know like when he calls that out and then he name check charles i was like oh 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 okay and so now you have that and again Take that Variety article out of the way or whatever. I was talking to this about my daughter. I was like, you know, greed behind everything. After Endgame or after Spider-Man Far From Home or whatever the last one was, they probably should have taken a break. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they should have probably taken a break to reset their universes for fantastic four and the x-men and then done that but content is king we got to push it out on disney plus like money 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 it's just i mean it's always the same like we you know it it always ruins everything but now because of the strike it seems like they might have gotten a chance to kind of get a soft reboot anyway to try to fix some of the shit that they were kind of rushing through to begin with and that 130 days or whatever might have given them an opportunity to, you know, not a hard reboot, but like to reset what they were trying to do because it, everything it seemed a little bit muddled together at the time. So
1: yeah, but but I think like to um, you know, the strength of the first twenty-two movies is that there is a thread that rolls through them, mm-hmm. um, and and I think most people attribute that to Kevin Feige. And I think post that they had a need to expand the world, just to just to sort of open up their um, their their potential stories. And I think the issue, because so so much of that happened um, via the TV shows, I think that the the thing that was really telling when the, the with the Daredevil show was like they were like, hey, you know, we're we're having people make these TV shows. They have never made TV and mm-hmm. it, they, in a lot of cases, they came out as, you know, poorly edited movies, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, probably as much as you get from making the movie, right. not cut down in any particular way and, and usually ending poorly. And so I think they, they unfortunately went through the growing pains of trying to, uh, to expand different, to, you know, to, to try and incorporate TV. I think they necessarily need to expand the universe and I think it's it would be really unfortunate if they go back to the well, right? If they yeah. go back, if they really, oh, have, yeah. if they, yeah. if they totally have the Plessy versus Ferguson situation in the MCU, where they they throw away the work that they've done, mm. despite the fact that it's been perceived with let's to be charitable, mixed yeah. reviews, mm. and try and feed us Scarlett Johansson and and Robert Downey Jr.
0: And yeah, that that seven, would be the worst thing that you could do. Like at right. this point, this that that's Star Wars freaking out after uh, yeah. that middle movie, yeah. um, <laughs> Then, like, oh, you know what? Let's bring back the Emperor. Right. Where's that coming from? Yeah.
1: So, but I think that the 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 period where they necessarily need to expand, whether it was purposeful or just for disorganization or just whatever, it didn't have like a it didn't have a purposeful feel to it or didn't have a thread running through it. Mm. in a way that the the other 22 movies did and i think you know they've, they've got to solve that right and um we'll see. i mean and that's
0: a perfect segue into but our captain marvel or the marvels review i mean i'm not way thumbs up but i'm certainly not thumbs down or thumbs in the middle i liked it i came out and even if that tag hadn't been there i still would have liked it i'm like oh well that was fun like I mean a lot of these movies sometimes they they've lo- lost the fun or they become thor where they try to give you all fun and no with no sense and like I could do without that too you know like if have a little bit a half of fun hour
1: longer yeah in the same movie mm-hmm. I would probably hate it
0: right yeah cuz it would have just been a bunch of extra and fluff
1: but no. you know for for what it was like I don't know I I think I I really do think like who you know, whoever's names are on this, mm. uh, it does. It feels like committee. Yeah. And it feels like, you know, nobody was willing to make decisions.
0: Well, who deserves corner offices? Um, One, whoever decided to put Brie Larson in that white tank top? Corner office. Corner office. That's You get a corner office. Two, whoever decided that let Tiana Paris do um, some double dutch in some short-ass shorts like that? corner office biggest office with a window just saying because yeah. <laughs> uh uh she finds hell that's basically all i'm saying yeah.
1: i mean it's it it's unfathomable that anyone would look at this and say the reason this sucked is either the fact of that there's three actresses as the leads or yeah. An aspect of any of their performances. Yeah,
0: there's no. I mean, <laughs> again, again, <laughs> you know how I feel about ladies that's built like dudes. I find Brie Larson delightful. Brie like Larson I do. Ain't built like a dude. I understand she's, that too. She's, yeah, she's yeah, she got it. I know she's got I'm saying,
1: arms and shoulders, but Brie Larson yeah, ain't built like a dude.
0: But I'm just saying, she, I find her to be delightful. Mm. Like in terms of looks. Uh, character, personality, like, there's not, like, how do you look at that lady and be like, know nah, like, she sucks? I don't, I, I, there's nothing about that, about it. Again, Armand velani just an absolute nerd who fell into a job that she's perfect for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, she really did. Town of Paris, we just, we're just getting to know her. But if you look at the online videos where she got her, like, Spectrum suit or whatever, I mean, she, was so happy to be involved in this thing like there's just three likable people in this movie Mm -hmm. so i i where's i don't get the hate at all i mean i know where it comes from don't get me wrong i totally do but it's just misplaced as most things on the internet are so you segue into about a thread between these things and that's kind of funny uh to loki as we'll move into that review as it just ended last thursday night uh, I think it was six episodes uh, in yeah, full. Yeah, which
1: was a surprise. Like, yeah. I, I was sitting there like, oh, this we is do yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we good? Uh, and so it basically picks up at the end of Ant-Man 3, you know, where this idea that they're at the TVA at the end there, and the loom is branching out into other no, parts, it, right?
1: It ends with
0: with uh, Loki. No, at starts, Sorry.
1: Yeah, no. It it go the 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 season two one finale leads directly into the season two start.
0: Oh, okay, because it had a tag in in Ant Man about the Victor Timely thing. I tell yeah, All right.
1: but that that comes like in the second or third episode. Okay, this is the one where like yeah. So he this is so the the first season ends with him coming out, and you think he's you think he's like in an alternate reality because now Mm -hmm. the TVA is not the three space lizards, but it's the (laughs) three faces of, of Kang. Mm -hmm. And you think he's like in an alternate reality because Mobius doesn't recognize him. And, and, uh, M 15. Yeah. Doesn't Mm -hmm. recognize him. Um, and it picks up directly from there. He's running down the hall because they just recognize him. Yeah. Right.
0: And he's trying to figure that out. And then I guess they introduce us to the new character when he's trying to figure out this plot. Uh, Boris, yeah. Yeah, Bora, Boris. Um, shuts out data. Um, and, you know, it, the the story, as I'm going through this, the story is uh, essentially trying to get, because the, the timelines are branching out, right? Like, if that's what it is, like he you know, once once Lady Loki killed, uh, he who remains, like it just, you know, all the branches just started, you know, right. branching out and they were trying to figure out how to get that back in.
1: Right. So the without being postured. So normally the TVA would monitor those things. So the in the first season, Sylvie's plot was to uh, you know, disrupt enough timelines that uh, it would, you know, create all these branches. So she simultaneously bombed like all these, all these branches, and uh, and so at the for the start of this season, um, you know, one of the crises is that you know Loki is, you know, having she kicked him into his time door, but she doesn't kick him like back to the real world. She kicks <clears> him actually into the past. So, when he comes around, he sees, uh, you know, the markings of Kang everywhere. It's actually before what we've known as the TVA at this point Mm -hmm. has been implemented. So, the original TVA was actually more centered around uh, Kang, or, you know, you call him Kang, I call him Victor, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) His mama Um, called him Kang, I'm going to call him Kang. Um,
1: But yeah, so then. yeah, so when when it really starts splintering is once we go forward from there, it's actually the 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 TVA who are confronted with this notion that there's the TVAs and what we thought it was. Mm-hmm. They actually then kind of do a uh, you know now that we've we've hedged off we don't we don't call the branches anymore. There's a, a militant effort among some of those that remain to try and get back to that place. So we have mm-hmm. this whole this. We we need the branches. We should let the branches go or we should prune mm-hmm. them. And there's this whole thing, this internal conflict with TBA. Right.
0: And then the, the ending of that, I guess you, you get a chance to see like everybody's lives in those different timelines. You get to see Morbius's life and Sylvie's like, you know, just got a normal ass life. You know, and but Yeah, her, as, and
1: her choices she she goes find she goes to find a place where she can exist outside. She works at yeah. McDonald's and <laughs> goes to the record store on the weekend. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Loki's goal or ultimate thing, he's just like, Yeah, this ain't right. Like, you know, it's gonna destroy like kind of everything if we just let it go unchecked. Mm-hmm. And so he gets into this plot where they bring Victor Timely back. To um uh to the TVA and have him work with Boris or Bora, so whatever, and try ahead of uh you know with Renslayer and uh what's that damn clock? Miss minutes, miss minute, that horny clock. <laughs> oh, horny ass clock. Uh, <laughs> and you know them trying to you know chase him down to make sure that that doesn't happen. And, uh, you know, we get Victor timely. And again, you talked about this thread through the movies. You know, everything that we've been told is going to be Kang, 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 Kang dynasty, all the way through secret wars, Kang being our new villain here. But Jonathan Major got issues. I got charges and or alleged charges and they're not sure if they're going to and be able to use him. Charges yeah. But, yeah. And they're not sure if they're going to be able to use him. Hi. I am not dismissing domestic violence as a thing at all. So please hear me out when I say this. That's not what I'm saying. Jonathan Majors is fucking amazing in this. Like. The fact that we're going to miss that. Possibly. Potentially. Yeah that sucks. Now if he beats women and shit. Like I don't care. Like about him. Like doing movies. And he's just a terrible person. But as an actor. Sir. Like, that Victor Timely I, 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 literally perfectly played. Literally. And so, yeah, so they bring him back. He works with the dude. You know, they had time placed the book over there when he was a kid, the TVA book, and he'd been kind of working on that. And, you know, the guy that wrote it, which was, you know, that, and they tried to work out this plot to be able to prune these things. And it didn't work. And the reason it didn't work was because he who remains made sure it didn't work <laughs> you know he had had this bit he's like it's always it's a fail safe it's never going to work no matter what you do no matter what all of these things and the only way that he would be able to work is if he killed like stopped sylvie from killing he who remains right like, that's the only way and loki couldn't bring himself to do it because he was all in love and shit is that fair is I missing anything yeah, there? like
1: no yeah so they um the, a lot of the story was, so the, the Ouroboros, um, I think is, is means this idea of the snake eating its tail. And so the whole, the series was based on this idea of, of time as a loop an inescapable loop. And there is no start, there is no finish. And so, mm-hmm. uh, Obi wrote the manual that they gave to Victor timely. That is what Ob wrote the manual on. So mm-hmm. all these sort of things in the same way, like, um, Yeah. He who remains had, you know, he had, he had made it appear as if he was at the end of time and um, that they had a choice, but Mm -hmm. really he, you know, that was, that was just a facade. So yeah, it's the whole story becomes about how this this sort of inevitability to cycle and it, you know, it falls to Loki to try and break that cycle. Yeah.
0: And Loki, you know, going through multiple times of trying to figure this out, you know, in an in game like situation, like, you know, how many times we're going to go through this, how many times have we had this conversation. This is not the first time. I mean, th- that scene between those two dudes, I mean, Tom Hiddleston, man, an amazing actor. Yeah. I mean, if we talk about the MCU up and through this point, if you want to talk about just absolute perfect casting where they nailed it on several occasions, between freaking, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Captain America, and, uh, Tom Hiddleston, and freaking Amani velani at this point. Like, I mean, those are just absolute, you, you, you literally can't envision anybody else in those roles, which is a good and a bad thing all at the same time because you can't recast. But man, they just nailed it. I, I mean, I, and I remember it's amazing.
1: The, The first movie, I always struggle with the first Thor movie because I went into it, you know, being comfortable with Loki as a fully formed villain. And Mm -hmm. to a degree, the Thor movie is Loki's origin, where he becomes Mm -hmm. a villain. And so I I always kind of struggle with it in that regard. But one of the things I love about Thor The Dark World, the movie that everybody hates, (laughs) is Loki. Because the the scene where, like, right after Hella, uh, not Hella, uh, their mom, uh, Frigga. Yeah. Frigga? That doesn't sound right. Right after their mom is killed, mm-hmm. and he lets the illusion drop, and you mm-hmm. see the chaos that he's wreaked in his own room, and he's got bloody feet. He's mm-hmm. been walking on the, the shards, whatever it was, in the broken room. It's phenomenal. And the sequence where, you know, he you know uses his illusions and helps Thor, and then ultimately sacrifices himself. Apparently, but it's mm-hmm. all a trick. Yeah. Classic, like classic Loki, but mm-hmm. with a depth that you know is it's crazy because it's the depth of character that's of this otherwise comic booky type movie. Yeah. And then you get like the jokey stuff where he's impersonating other people and blah 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 and blah blah blah. So I I enjoyed that thing that sort of thing, but going into like the Loki show, like it was of all the things they announced, it was the thing I was like least looking forward to. Right. And it's clearly the best. Out, like, oh my God, this is like the best thing they've done. Like Correct. obviously the best thing they've done on T V and it it's better than a lot of the movies they've done. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's so good.
0: Yep. Yeah, I mean he's amazing in it. And then the ending of this, you know once he realizes that like look i'm not killing sylvie so you know he decides to sacrifice himself as the god of stories and you know grabs all the branches and loses his you know his godlike powers to pull all the branches together and kind of run through him you know it's it's always like oh you want a throne you want a throne well he has his throne now as the again as the god of stories and that's where it is him sitting on his throne looking out at his people. You know, there's a throwback line in there about, you know, uh, as he goes out to do this, you know, like I did this for you, for all of us, which is what he said to, you know, uh, Thor when he sacrifices himself in the first movie. He's like it's for all of us where he
1: where he he knows this is what he has to do. Yeah, but he time slips to talk to Mobius, mm-hmm. who is the person that's connected with him you know, even though he loves himself as Sylvie, mm-hmm. you know, Mobius is the person he's connected with more than anyone else. And he's like, you know, help me understand this. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, I find most... So we, then we get the Mobius Renslayer backstory.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Which puts a lot of it in perspective. And he's like, you know, I find, you know, most... I don't know what the line is sitting here, but, you know, most purpose isn't all that glorious. Yeah. And, and that's the thing where... You know, we've we've sat here and watched their whole plan dissolve and Victor Timely, who isn't Kang and mm. is a good person. We've we've had to watch him dissolve time and time again. And Loki finally takes that that purpose on. It's a, it's yeah. just amazing.
0: Yep. No, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I sat there watching this and I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They finally nailed an ending on one of these damn shows. <laughs> and when they
1: take, when they take, you see the what was the loom and all mm-hmm. these lanes, and they turn it. It's like, oh, that's the world tree.
0: Yes, I, I, mm-hmm. and
1: if you know your Norse mythology, like, uh, you know, Loki is bound to a stone,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: to forestall the end of the world. And this, this, you know, as he's now. You know, sort of embedded himself in the world tree and bound himself, not as punishment, but that he's taken on. There's there's a symbolism of the underlying mythology that the comics have generally embraced, but not always. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a depth of storytelling that, like, if you know what you're looking at, they're just giving you. You can appreciate on the surface layer. You can appreciate the next layer down. Next layer down. Mm-hmm. Next layer down. It's and it's a redemption arc for a villain that's like you don't have to like fully accept it because in a, in a sense this doesn't have to be necessarily the same Loki who's been a, a villain in other in other scenarios mm. because he exists he he broke away from the timeline he exists and he only exists because of these decisions and because of these decisions he's accepted that this is his fate right. It's, it's it's amazing.
0: Yes. Mm. I, I again I sat there and I watched this and I'm like, wow, this they finally nailed the ending from one of these shows in an interconnected way yeah. that they hadn't done before. Yeah. And, and I'm like, and, okay, this is what y'all could have been doing with your TV shows. <laughs>
1: right. And it's they nailed the ending on two seasons with two seasons that went together, mm. and they've nailed it with a with an ending that can end the series. Right. Or they could come out. And, and oh, by the way, if you think we have a Jonathan Majors problem, it's solved.
0: You solved it. Right.
1: Yeah. Loki is the answer for that. And Mm -hmm. somebody else can be the big bad. Correct. I hope that it resolves for the better. And, and we get the story, you know, and we get because within the look, like, Quantumania was trash, and they Mm -hmm. did nothing to advance Kang or him or anything like that. Right. But within the Loki series, Jonathan Majors has been absolutely frigging amazing.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, again, we condemn domestic violence. We do. Right. But the dude it doesn't take away from the fact that he's a really good actor. Yeah. This
1: isn't let him get off so he can make
0: our movies. Yeah, no, that is definitely not this podcast. Like, oh fuck it, he doesn't matter, you should just do it. No, no, no. That's not this podcast. You know, that's other we're
1: sitting here at a point where there's where we're still led to believe there's two sides to the story. And if there's a side of the story that we can still have that So I, I think what's more likely is even if there is a side of the story where he where he he isn't there is no accountability he's probably still going to be cut out of all these movies and I right yeah because this
0: is not worth it moving forward and then again like you said they put it in a situation where they solve the Kang conundrum right. which right. they had before right.
1: right because now we can say well he's still doing whatever but Loki's managing that and our right. next concern is dr doom mm-hmm. or magneto which is much more important because now we're focusing on the x-men or fantastic four because right. we've obviously mined the well of the
0: avengers And again, I heard that they changed the writer for the Kang dynasty or something like that. Or, you know, I'm not saying it's. Well, he
1: left and they don't have a new writer. Yeah. Whether or not not Avengers, whatever it is, still bears that subtitle Uh, remains to be seen.
0: And again, like I said, I think that Variety article was probably a little bit of full of bullshit, too. And Variety just went on a thing where they were just like, you know what? Fuck the MCU here for like two weeks. I don't. I I think all of this terrible thing with Jonathan Majors to strike and all that is giving them an opportunity to, again, reset and determine where they want to go with this. And I think maybe now, you know what? They don't do it with the comics. Maybe they'll do it with the movies. We don't need all these shows. We don't need all of these books. We don't need all of these things because now if you think about it, I was thinking about it with my daughter. I'm like, there's not a MCU movie. I don't think until Captain America, which is next, like in 2025 or something like that. Like crazy. Like you get Wolverine and and Deadpool or whatever. I think that's the summer, but that's it. So it's giving them this time to, you know, kind of if this is like, hey, you know what? Let's kind of put to bed this MCU with the, you know, the Avengers and all of that because Loki's kind of capped it. And then we can focus on this new world that we just introduced in the Marvels with the X-Men came out. I sent it to you guys, or maybe I didn't or whatever, that allegedly the casting for the Fantastic Four is about to come out. Pedro Pascal is uh, Reed Richards. I like Pedro Pascal. I really, really do wouldn't have been my first choice but whatever like it's not like he's not a good actor I and mean, he's not like he can't bend into freaking roles because that's exactly what he does i think so,
1: to, to a certain degree they need to create interest for that property with the casting yes
0: um, exactly yeah and but it he's also not a stunt cast like i think like adam whatever the dude from kylo ren that would have been stunt casting as, as well as Jim from The Office, I think at that point would have been stunt casting too, just because of all the internet chatter. Like I think this one is a little bit better, and then you'll see what how it rounds out the cast or whatever. But you know, where does the introduction for them come at this point? Because you don't have a movie, like you don't, and I don't think you have a TV show unless it gets introduced kind of on the side off of this "What If" that's coming, you know, in December. Like I mean, that I mean, you could definitely introduce them in the in the cartoons first, which would work, but.
1: I mean, it seems like we're headed for a secret wars like Collision of Realities. I mean, yeah, Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean,
0: I mean, you can go on our archives and look where we uh, recap that third secret wars thing about incursions and all that. And they name dropped it in that freaking Doctor Strange movie. They did when he left off with Clea. Like, I mean, they name dropped incursions. Like, that's a thing. Like, we're getting that for sure. You know how it gets there. Okay, that's fine. But I mean, that's definitely what they're doing. That's fine. But I'm like, I said, what, you know, the introduction of these things or whatever, you know, like how we're getting to that point. Again, it's very curious because there's no movies on the horizon, but I think that might be a good thing. I think, I think it is. It's giving them an opportunity to fix it ahead of time. Can I miss you if you don't go away? There it is. <laughs> and that's how we end, y'all. <laughs> so yes, I was saying about my, uh, the, the dude I know that knows somebody that knows somebody. Like, he had been calling this Pedro Pascal thing for a, for a bit. Uh, he'd been calling it for a bit. He's like, yeah, it's going to be this dude. I'm like, I don't make any sense. He's like, e- I can't say a lot. So we'll see if it, it's absolutely 100% true. But he's kind of gloating on the internet right now. So anyway. But yeah, y'all. So we're looking forward to it. We will not be seeing Madam Web. Not going to happen. There will be no reviews. I kind of like Dakota Johnson. Built like a dude and um but i can't do that i'm sorry there's just there's not a world where there's just not a world where i could see that happening not a multiverse either there's no variant of me that's like you know what i think i'm gonna go see and pay money to I see madam with
1: many spider-verse movies as they want to make but I'm yeah not, i'm not watching a not spider-man movie yeah
0: <laughs> speaking of which as we, as we wrap this up uh uh, across the Spider Verse movie or whatever is on Netflix now, whatever. We reviewed it on here. It's in the archives. And I was like, yeah, it's good. People were like, oh, it's not as good as the first. It's better than the first one. I was like, I ah, will push back on that or whatever. I'll still push back on that. I watched it just the other night. That shit's really good.
1: Yeah, I haven't, I've never rewatched it. I actually, I bought a, a two, there's a thing called a DVD.
0: Oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can actually get yeah. it. yeah. Like, Instead of having to
1: (laughs) temporarily rent it over a streaming service that reserves the right to rip it from your hands at any time. Yeah. At any time. You can actually buy a product that has it on. In my hands. Yeah. Son. Um, But I haven't rewatched it. Um, I think I've. Yeah. I think I've rewatched the first one again. No. But yeah.
0: The second one. It's really good. Like I was just like. You know what? I'm freaking sitting here doing nothing. Let me just turn this on. Like. Oh. Oh, and then like an hour and a half later, like, well, shit, that was really good. And you don't even feel it. I mean, that. Yeah.
1: And I, I didn't, I didn't love it until the very end. I, Mm. my, my take was, I was more excited about the movies that they set up. than Mm -hmm. The movie I just watched because sequence and the slow reveal of, oh, he's not in the reality you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was ah, oh, that was yeah. amazing. That's yeah. the no. part I love. yeah, it,
0: it's 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 a lot better than I remembered, and um, and I had liked it from before. So yeah, yeah, catch it on and Netflix there, before there, they take it so away.
1: There's so much they hit you with rapid fire and all the yeah,
0: movie. and uh, and it it is a movie that plays better you to absorb on a little bit. Yeah, it it time. plays much better on television. That's for sure, or in your home where you can stop it and be like, wait, did I just see that? I thought that's what I was. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, all right. So, yeah, so we'll wrap up, y'all. So, find the podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes, not Stitcher, Google Play, all of those things or whatever. Rate, review, subscribe. Go to the YouTube page. You can watch it on YouTube as well. And that's it, man. So, we'll uh be back. We're going to be back to the X-Men. That's going to be my uh Thanksgiving assignment to get back into our 1998 because that should be coming out here soon. You know what? There's the synergy. There it is. The Marvels. Introduce the X-Men. And lo and behold, X-Men 97 is yeah, right around the corner I, in I'm January, really or February.
1: To see how that, like, you know, on the one hand, it's a continuation of of the series, but that's got to be the way they cross over in the MCU. Yeah. If they don't, it's stupid.
0: Yeah. It's the, it's, it's the push forward for sure. And I think that's, again, there's a huge gap of time here in between before we get a movie. And again, even that movie, I think I said it, I think is Captain America which will bring out all the incels again. But that's a whole nother conversation and podcast, y'all. So we'll see y'all for that conversation in 2024 or whatever. But uh it's end this podcast for now. We'll see you later. Peace, everybody.
1: See ya.